The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Today we're going to be continuing Proverbs chapter 16. And we're going to look at two verses. And we're going to look at a topic that I guarantee you is not the last time in our study of Proverbs that we will look at this. And that is the topic of pride. If there's one thing that Proverbs talks about a lot, that is pride. And I I contemplated this morning doing something as I was studying and preparing for this that I probably will do. I'm not going to do it today. I didn't do it today, but I probably will do this. I mentioned that Proverbs is unique in the aspect that sometimes verse by verse, you'll see a lot of for emphasis persons repeats of things. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's just, it's not always a big context of several verses. But one of the things that happens a lot in Proverbs is you will see something repeated throughout the book for a lot of reasons. And this idea of pride and arrogance and humility are one of those. And so one of the things that as I was just studying for today in an introductory thought of the topic, I'm going to ultimately come to the point where I'm actually just going to study out through Proverbs the topic. And I will take one day where we won't necessarily just hit a verse like we are today, where we will just hit that topic through the book of Proverbs, which I think it's such a big thing, such a needed thing in, uh, in our lives, in, in our desire to walk with Jesus and our effectiveness in serving him. And, uh, but it's also helpful in family. There's just so many things in it that will be helpful to us. And uh, so uh, we'll be doing that here in, in soon one of these episodes coming forward. But today we're going to look at Proverbs 16. And start looking at verse, we're going to look at verses 18 and 19 this morning. The Bible says, Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Now, obviously, we're looking at the idea of pride, and again, something heavily spoken about in this chapter, and such a needed thing. Remember, the Bible tells us once in here that these six things the Lord hate, a seven are an abomination unto the Lord. Now, can I give you two thoughts in that verse? God hates it, then he calls it an abomination. Again, God does not randomly choose his words. Those are on purpose. Those are two very, very strong words to consider. And so please understand that if it's something God hates and calls an abomination, it is something we should think about and consider. Growing, I don't want to be involved in something that God hates. But so verse 18, pride goeth before destruction. So what we're saying is before we see destruction, what leads it? Pride is what leads it. If we're going to find ourselves in destruction, pride is going to be the reason, the pathway to it. And then a haughty spirit comes before a fall. So he goes, it's even better to be of a humble spirit with lowly people than to divide bad spoils with proud people. And so we look at this breakdown. He's really just talking about that if we're not careful, a a proud and arrogant, haughty spirit, as he calls it, can be something that can drive us down a path that ultimately brings destruction. We will fall. Um, I've watched this. You know, one of the things that when I had a chance to coach sports, and I've always found this to be hilarious, and sometimes even just on pickup sports, if any of you guys have ever done this. And, And one of the things we hated, and I hated this because I just wasn't always the best athlete out there. But one of the things I never enjoyed. Now, in soccer, it was a different. But in basketball and other ones, you know, I was like, well, we got to put a fifth guy on the court. But one of the things I hated was when they chose sides. You know, there's 
the 11 guys out there, you know, and you were the bench guy that maybe got to play 10 seconds, but you hated that, you know, because you didn't want to be the last guy. So if you, what, what some of these guys would do is they would brag on how good they were. Oh, man, I'm awesome. I can shoot a three. I can do this. And I'm telling you, I'm going to knock you down. And it didn't take long to realize that those people who were just touting their, their athletic prowess, that sounds great, doesn't it? Frankly, what that meant was they probably have never dribbled a basketball all day in their life. And if they do, they really have no idea what they're doing. But if they can convince you, they will be chosen. And then you put them out there and find out, man, these people have no idea. I think they think we're playing golf or something. It's just not that good. And then what happens is that proudful arrogance comes out and causes destruction. Fall. You look silly. You look silly out there. And I've learned this. Somebody who is truly confident in their ability somewhere doesn't have to tell anybody. They'll show it. And I get nervous about the quiet ones because they really know what they're doing. That's part of life. You know, in Christian life, sometimes the people who, who really want to prove to someone else how great they are, they're the ones always touting their knowledge and their ability. And, you know, it's, it's, it's in the, the Bible. Bible simply says, even a fool when he holds his peace is counterwise. Uh, sometimes if we would just sit back and let God do the, the pushing, we just, you know, let me just serve where I'm at. Uh, that it's, that, it's that loud voice of pride that brings destruction and a fall and, 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 humil- and, and ultimately embarrassment. What I did, though, is I wrote down some thoughts this morning introductory in this idea of pride. And so uh, let me just give you a couple of thoughts that I wrote down. And I admit I don't often do an awful lot of outlines. I like to be um, practical. I don't want to be too technical in these. But I, as I was thinking about it, I wrote down some thoughts. And just uh, consider with me a couple of thoughts about the idea of pride. Really, the idea of pride... Today is considered a good thing, and some of it's not. Um, there's pride in my background, pride in my choices, pride in my associations. Uh, okay, uh, To use the word in a way that I think would be good is I am proud to be an American. I'm grateful to be a Christian because I've been offered that, but I'm proud to be an American. When I see the American flag up, it, it, it swells a level of pride because of the heritage that I have, the, the Christian heritage, number one, of our founding fathers, and then the sacrifice of the men and women who have allowed me to enjoy the freedoms that we practice right now through having freedom of religion in our country. Um, all of the different sacrifices that have been given, the freedom for us to be able to speak, the freedom of us to be able to live as we want to, those are things that we have been given by the sacrifice of those. And through that, I am proud of that type of mentality. So in that aspect, most would struggle. Well, why would the word pride be wrong? Uh, some would say, I'm proud of my background. I'm I am proud of the fact that they carry the name love. My parents' name, my father's name, the legacy that it has. And, you know, every name has good and bad in the background. But I'm proud of, of many who carry my name in ministry that serve and are faithful in serving from mission field to ministry. And I'm just grateful to be able to have that. There's a heritage with it, and I want to honor that. I want to honor the parents who have handed it to me. I want to honor those who have gone before me who I would probably have never met but carry that name for the cause of Christ. So I say there's a pride in that, but uh, that's, not the, that's not the same thing. Uh, today we say, well, my choices and my, my lifestyle to be proud of, that's a little different, but that's the struggle today. And pride, therefore, is pushed. There's some things where I would say, hey, I'm proud of this. I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to be this. Um, at the other case, that's, that's not wrong, I would say. But this is, this, that's not necessarily what's being talked about in this section of Scripture. Um, but the idea of this pride, what, what is this kind of pride? It's a pride that kind of 
uh, pushes other people away and it's based upon my selfishness. It really, it lifts me up over others. When I think I'm proud of an American, I'm proud because Americans have done so much to help others. You know, that's kind of the foundation of it, where now this pride has, it sets aside America as I love my country and I want to help other people. It's more about I love me and I want my country to change for me. Uh, I have my rights, I know, but I want people to lose their rights so I can have this. And, and that's wrong. It's when pride becomes a problem, when I become the center. And this, this rolls into homes, it rolls into our marriages, it rolls into parenting, it rolls into children, it rolls into work, it rolls into so many parts of life. Uh, and, uh, but I tell you that pride drives us in a way that can be damaging. So where does it come from? Selfishness. Obviously, arrogance. It's about pride becomes about me. Convinced you are more than you really are. Convinced that you are more important. Convinced that you have a greater right than others. You know, when I think about American heritage, I've, one of the things that God has allowed in my life, and I greatly appreciate that, is many times through my life I have been friends, good friends, with men and women of military. We have many in our church like that. That their background is they served our country with pride. And when I hear about it and we talk about, you know, the political junk and sports and all these things today, it immediately dwells up in them a level of frustration because of the attack on some of just the, the, the foundational thoughts of our country. And I, and, I, and I look at that and I realize what's happening today is we've lost the fact that while no country is perfect, this country is good. And people attack. And if we can destroy... Because they don't, they don't like what makes it good. They don't like the morality. They want to get rid of the morality and bring in this immorality into our country. And so they've got to get rid of the good and they've got to get rid of the moral, which, of course, Christianity is part of that. Get God out of it. And I watched people who fought to listen, I may not agree with all of them and I want them to have their say, but I'm frustrated at how they're defacing what I defended. Uh, police officers, you know, resigning like crazy today because of this. What happens is we, we've lost this everybody's created equal part of our country and it comes from pride and it and it falls deeper and, and it's been embedding into our homes it's embedding into our marriages it's embedding into our churches we've lost because really what happened is pride says this i am more important than god it's really what it comes down to because to be submissive we talked about last night one of the things we have to do is be submissive to others and submissive to god we can't do that if pride becomes the foundation of who we are. Um, pride sets up saying, I, desi I desiring to be more than I really am. It's about me. What are some of the damages that come from pride? Well, family, church. Think about the kingdom of God and Christian pride. That the, the struggle that comes from being able to serve God or the limitations to God because we are fighting over things that don't matter. And tell me, I'm telling you something. There are things... Uh, for the cause of Christ and the truth of the word of God and things that I will stand firmly on and never change no matter who does because they're right, they are truthful, I will not compromise truth, I will not compromise doctrine to, uh, to associate, but there are some things that are just, we hold on to that are about us that can be hurtful and it's not wrong to stand on them, it's wrong to separate, wrong to be rude about it, it's wrong to allow pride to stop the growth of the kingdom. How do we serve others and Jesus when we see ourselves too good to serve in these areas. How do we do that? Well, we, we don't, by the way, we just don't. And that's why so many people, I won't do this and I'm too good for that. That's, that's not the service. Think about this. Um, we think in that area, pride is so limiting. And I, and I wrote down some thoughts. What, what is example? We, we, you probably know I'm going with this example that Jesus said in John 13, 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand and that he was come from God and went to God, he rises from supper and laid aside his garments, 
took a towel and girded himself. And after that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with he was girded. And in culture, that was the lowest position. That was the servant. That was the lowest and most filthy position. And Jesus, shortly before his death, was giving one of the last lessons he would give to his disciples. It was, listen, no matter how popular, how wise, how influential you get, never stop serving. Then he says, um, tells us what should be our mindset, Matthew 23, that he that is greatest among you shall be your servant, and whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that humble himself shall be exalted. John 3.30, John the Baptist said, he must increase, but I must decrease. Really, pride just limits all that God desires to do in our lives. If we have that right mindset, you know, say, well, you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to do this. Uh, I've been told in the past, you shouldn't have to do this, Pastor. Now, there's some things we have to balance out. That, you know, my job is in the Word of God prayer, and i got to make sure that I focus that. But that doesn't mean that there's some things you shouldn't do. And I really, you know, anybody involved in serving should be willing to do anything. That doesn't mean we will all do everything, but we should be willing to do anything. And I think it's that unwillingness sometimes to do small things like mopping a floor or cleaning a toilet or taking temperatures at a door. These little things, you say, well, it's not important. It is very important today. Or else, what happens if someone walks into a dirty bathroom? How does that influence the cause of Christ? Sitting back running a PowerPoint screen so that, uh, you know, so we can be influenced because you can't even handle hymnals today. So, you know, we sit back and just clicking a button. Well, I, I'm not going to just do that. But what does that do for the cause of Jesus? And you think about it, our pride can limit that. And again, today is simply an introductory thought of this, but really it does come down to this. Uh, pride goes ahead, goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be of a humble spirit with lowly people than to divide the spoil with the pride. Now, we can debate a lot of different things today in this area. At the pride we can't, but what is pride, what's not, things of that nature. Can I encourage you? Uh, let's, let's just look at what God says. Pride is damaging. And uh, humility is the core of the example of Jesus. Yeah, and you just go to Philippians 2. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. And it's, yeah, we're never going to be perfect like Jesus, but the mindset is something we should strive to follow. And that was a servant because his going to the cross showed that he didn't deserve to be there, but he loved you enough to serve you to death. And boy, we should show that same example to others around. It's the greatest way to influence others. It's also the greatest way to make an impact in our community, in our world, by doing it in a level of, of, of humility. So may this be just an introductory thought. Here in, in a few days as we develop more uh, and I get some time to do some research, I'm going to take some time and take a day or two and just break down pride throughout Proverbs. And it's going to take some time, but I look forward to being able to do that. My desire is not to kind of beat us up while well, well, pride, because you can. You can really be overwhelmed, because when you really begin to dig down and realize how much hold pride can have, um, it, it can feel overwhelming, and, and so we goal is to help us to recognize it and to be able to put that aside so that Jesus can have his full way. Thank you for taking some time on Thursday morning. I feel like it's time just disappeared. I've been watching a timer here. I feel like it's just disappeared, and, uh, but I'm grateful that you've given me opportunity to be part of your day. I hope you share this. I hope you encourage others with it, and uh, I, ho I hope that we can continue to be an influence and a voice of reason and voice of encouragement and a voice of truth from God's Word in a time where the world's trying to get rid of all of that. We love you. Thank you for the time you've given us. We hope you have a great afternoon. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow again at 11 o'clock. God bless.